Ulysses, did you take advantage of this past weekend and get yourself a Brett Phillips basketball jersey? I most certainly did. I'm really happy I went with a couple good buddies, Brandon and Emily. We enjoyed him being clutch for the last time of him wearing a raised jersey. We miss you, Brett. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And I am Evan Klosky. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Uh, I wonder in the future, um, I guess this is the Brett Phillips swan song, if you will. I wonder in the future if a player like Brett Phillips comes along again, although I don't know if that'll happen because he's such a unique bird in a good way. Um, if do the Rays change the dates of their promotions or giveaways of a guy who may not be around i mean because they i feel like they would have liked to dfa or move off of brett phillips a little bit earlier so maybe they they move back a promotion like that to june or may or april what do you all say i remember this distinctively being an episode last year and both of you saying, Ulysses, you're ridiculous. Can you take off the conspiracy theory tinfoil hat? There's nothing to do with promotions and and, and all that stuff. Can, can we give me a little bit of credit here? Doesn't it smell exactly like that's just what happened? They were just looking at that schedule and like, we can't do it. We can't DFA until that happens. We can We We obviously cannot do this. This is, we're just going to have to stick it through, guys. That's exactly what this smells like. I I understand it, and I'm not saying it wasn't a factor. I do also think they wanted to give Brett every opportunity leading to that deadline to prove that you know they're essentially they were going to have to do what they were going right. to have to do, and and they can at least know that they gave him all those chances, and yeah. and I think he earned that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't. Didn't Kevin Kiermaier have a promotion earlier this year or last year before the trade deadline? I, I might like have been. It, it might have happened. been. Okay. I think so. I think that's why we talked about it because it was moved yeah. up or something or or it was scratched off uh, the Meadows one or something. I, I don't remember where it came. But, yeah, we, we had this talk last, last season. I just forget which giveaway yeah. it was. By the way, Brett Phillips uh, – his uh, slash line before he got DFA'd, or when he got DFA'd, at the time he got DFA'd, 147, 225, 250 through 208 plate appearances with a 41% strikeout rate. Question, do we see Brett Phillips, well, actually multiple questions, do we see Brett Phillips in a Rays uniform ever again? Um, uh, Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, Brett is he's defensively so good. Mm -hmm. But if he if 
that defense ever – like, he's in the league right now because his defense is arguably the best right now in baseball, just per numbers. Uh, yeah. You yeah. Know, out above average, whatever you want to look at. If that drops off a little bit, he's probably trickling to AAA, borderline, hanging up the cleats. Right? I mean, like, how much longer will he push through that to give the Rays an opportunity to bring him back into the fold? I think they would love to have him. Who knows what happens down the line if they're, like, on a, a tear and they just want a clubhouse guy and they bring him in to just be good energy. Yeah. You know, I, I – I, so maybe – Honestly, that's probably why the Orioles brought him in because to – sort of lighten the load the of, uh, we got rid of Trey Mancini and Jorge Lopez. So we got to bring in the cheerleader, so to speak, to enliven the clubhouse going forward. I don't know if it's going to make a difference at all, but at least shake things up in some fashion. I think a team like that's a, that's a good um, observation, by the way, the the fact that they're, you're losing two big guys in, in that Orioles clubhouse. You need to kind of put a little bit of energy in, and Brett Phillips definitely will do that. Everybody yeah. was asking, when Willie Adamas was going, was traded last year. Oh, who's going to take up the mantle? I mean, it was such a seamless transition going from Willie Adamas to Brett Phillips. Now you wonder who will be the Brett Phillips in that clubhouse? You know, maybe is it David Peralta, who apparently was that guy in the Diamondbacks clubhouse? Uh, if you didn't catch the episode, the crossover we did with Miller Thomas, the, the host of Locked on Diamondbacks, he, he just waxed poetic. Uh, about this uh, about his energy in the clubhouse they they dance salsa after every win he, 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 he would like teach dance salsa moves to the white guys and on the team like he was just a very brett phillips type guy uh in the clubhouse so i think maybe you could see david uh, take up that mantle but i think when you ask the question would brett phillips be back in the race fold you would have to be talking about a race offense that looks very similar to a 2021 uh, offense where you're scoring five plus runs a game. And so yep. you can afford yourself a guy that is defense first, second, third, and offense fourth. That's how you see Brett Phillips come in. But in the 2022 offense, like the Rays have this year, that you, you there's just no spot. You 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 need a little bit more offense uh right now. Follow up with Brett Phillips DFA'd yet the Rays acquiring Jose Siri, does this mean anything at all for the futures of Kevin Kiermeyer and or Josh Lowe in a Rays uniform in 2023? Uh, I don't think it affects Lowe, but certainly KK. I mean, we all kind of knew about KK. I mean, we've all been like, this could be the year, this could be the last year. They're, they're you know, they're not going to pick up his, his contract. So, uh, it was option, I should say. Uh, and he fits, you know, Neander talked about it uh, when acquiring Siri that he plays center field like Kevin Kiermeyer. Mm. And if you look at what you hope Siri is going to be and not considering him to be some offensive masher, but uh, some sort of contributor and having peaks and valleys, whatever, it does look like he has a Kevin Kiermeyer profile in his future. Uh, hopefully without the myriad of injuries. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Siri move for sure signals a little bit. KK's time in Tampa Bay might be done. 
Uh, but low, I don't think that changes anything with him. You're not going to just give up on him after one year and call it good. You know, I, I think that would be foolish. And I, you know, next year will be a, if he's struggling like this next year, then let's talk about it. But um, honestly, he was hitting and they sent him down. I, the guy yeah. had like a hit in like 12 of 13 games and they sent him down. That's more than I can say for so many of these players. Yeah, uh, no, you know, so Let, he, he, was, the- he, he was rebounding outside of taking a fly ball to the face. Yeah. Um, let's take a, let's talk about that favorite D word depth. Uh, you're talking about Kevin Kiermaier, not in the team next year. Manuel Margot, Josh Lowe, Randy Rosarena, Siri, do you need a fifth guy there? Is that fifth guy Vidal Bruhan? Is that Bruhan's fifth guy? Be, I think Bruhan's like an everything. I think you have to okay. have talking about Bruhan's somebody who's a great player. Uh he's leaning towards it. I mean, I, I I don't disagree. I'm a little bit concerned that his ability to steal bases hasn't necessarily transferred over to the major league level, which is part of his charm. But mm-hmm. he does still play good defense um at most positions so there is value in having somebody who can slot into outfield infield um but he might be more of a a major league backup than somebody you know than the highly touted prospect he was last year um but you know low and bruhan next year is a big year for both of them right um, for sure. I'm saying that because if that's the fifth, if that's the, if the fifth spot is David Albrujan and you gave me that analysis and I, and I do agree with it, then that fifth spot could be a Harold Ramirez, but it also could be a return for David Peralta. Or yeah. could we see a return with Kevin Kiermeyer being a guy that wants to stay in Tampa Bay will take a hefty pay cut, but because he loves the lightning and the race second, but he just really likes to stay here. He loves the atmosphere. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. Yes, pay me $3 million. I will be a bench guy. I will be the veteran clubhouse guy. Like, that fifth spot is still yeah. kind of open, is it not? Kevin Kiermaier if, could come back. If if Kevin Kiermaier wants to come back to the Rays that bad, like, if he's begging to come back to the Rays, if I'm Peter Bendix, I say, okay, we'll give you an invite to spring training. Like, <laughs> I feel like you could oh, do a little bit God. more than that, but um, yeah, no, it's an interesting flag. Throw interesting the flag. Game. Throw the flag. Flag another forty yeah, another yards. Back. Oh my gosh! Get out the of the props. field. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> we got to um, you listen. Yeah, the, the, the other point about the yardage. <laughs> yeah, the, the other point. Yeah, fifteen yard penalty. Um, the Go get other, me a swig of water. You're flagged. Hey, <laughs> training camp has started. We know Ulysses is the biggest. NFL, oh. the, the biggest Venezuelan NFL fan ever. You won't find another. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's true. Um, on this quick point. Yeah. Yeah. Quick point before we uh, move on. And I've got a nice little uh, hypothetical or, or continuing on, I guess, the, the 40 man roster and prospecting. Um, Josh Lowe and Vidal Bruhan, I know different positions, but they need to get their act together because there's somebody named Curtis Mead and there's somebody named Jonathan Aranda knocking on the door. And there's only so many spots and opportunities for guys. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And going on right now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. 
Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. So shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Okay, big picture here. Bear with me. Taking everything into account, I've got uh, three questions. Question one, if there was only, or if there is only one currently injured raised position player that you could have for the rest of the season slash playoffs, who would that be? Would it be Francisco Mejia? Would it be Manny Margot? Would it be Mr. 330 batting average Harold Ramirez? Or would it be the wonder kid Wander Franco? Wander Franco, next question. Okay. Yeah, Wander Franco. Yeah, get out of All here. All right. Just making next. sure. Hey, you need a catcher. You need a catcher. Uh, I'll catch. There... Give me Wander. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If there was only one minor leaguer that you could call up for the rest of the season slash playoffs, who would it be? Would it be Vidal Brujan? Would it be Jonathan Aranda? Would it be Josh Lowe? Would it be Clevenger? Not Mike Clevenger. That actually really disappointed me when I heard that. Oh, the Rays had Clevenger. Is it Clevenger? Because there's an an A A in there, right? (laughs) It's like, oh, they got yeah, Clevenger? Like, oh, no. No, it's Garrett. And it's, what's that A doing there in the last name? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I, I, is, it still, is it still pronounced Clevenger? Is it Clevenger? That's what, I, I, I saw an A there, man. I saw an A. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fauche, Patino, Romero, Sanders. You can call up only one of those guys on the I, Man, Aranda is my guy. I have said, I am a day one A1. You know that. Yeah, I will go down with the Aranda ship. Yeah. I don't get it. Everyone loves Harold Ramirez. He gets injured. You have the direct replacement. He is literally Harold 2.0. He'll just get up there. He'll get hits. It won't be fancy. He's not going to hit many home runs. Just Your offense can't hit. No, let's I'm, leave him I'm down. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you, Evan. Uh, uh, again, two for two. Jonathan Aranda, like I, and I want, and I wanted to say Curtis Mead. You know, he, he's our boy, and and he's a friend of the pod. But I, I don't. He's there's, not on the there's a lot of rookie pressure. Exactly. There's a lot of rookie pressure already. Jonathan Aranda at least has had that taste. So let's give it to Aranda. Aranda over Josh Lowe. Okay. Um, I do like Josh Lowe though. He'd be my second guy. All right. Fair enough. Um, Jonathan Aranda very well could turn into the next uh, Jake Cronenworth, and then we're belly aching two, three years from now. Why did they not give this guy a troop shot and opportunity? Uh, final, final question on this segment: If there's only one, I, I mentioned injured raised position players. If there's only one injured raised pitcher that you could have for the rest of the season slash playoffs. Who would that be? Would it be? And, and again, taking into account, I know we don't know their entire injury histories, but just bear with me. Uh, Nick Anderson, Shane Boz, JT Chagual, Yanni Chirinos, JP Fireisen, Josh Fleming. Sure, I'll include Tyler Glass now, but I'd like to take him off there. Uh, Brendan yeah, McKay, I, I don't even know if he's available. And Matt Wiss. He's pitching. The guys who uh, basically pitched this. Brendan, Brendan McKay is uh, is rehabbing. 
Fair enough. Okay, how about this? Let me let me change it up. The guys who have actually pitched this year for the Rays. Okay. I I'm torn because I think Shane Boz is probably the best player on that list. Okay. But I think I would love JP Fireisen back. I just we all forget that we, you know, the the Rays had a dude who only put up zeros, did not give up a run the entire season. And he's he could be cooked the whole year. Did did not give up an extra base hit, five singles in yeah. in eighteen in eighteen innings. If I'm not if I'm if I remember correctly, uh, that's a great pick. I have to give it to somebody else who could give us a little bit more length, maybe two to three innings. You use him as a swing guy, and of course, it's locked on race. It's Ulysses, so there's going to be a Venezuelan bump here. Johnny Chirinos, give me Johnny back. I need some Johnny in my life. Who, I who by him. the way, who by the way did not have a great outing in Charleston uh, on uh, Charleston. Maybe he's Tuesday. working. You're working through stuff. You're working through stuff. You know he's getting thirty-five bad. You pitches. Gotta, not the great know. start, but it's been a, it's been what two years, three years for that guy. So. Okay, a minute. Let's give the guy a couple of starts I, before we start grading him. I know you, Ulysses really wants to give that Venezuelan bump, but again, a guy who has actually pitched an inning for the Rays this year. Who would that be? <sighs> Would it be Fire Eisen? I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to go three for three with Evan here. Oh, and, you can go and, three and for go three. JP Fire Eisen. But yeah, that makes sense. It's just, go, okay. <laughs> so you you guys win Harold Ramirez three for three. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Indeed. Um, I, wake up. I, eat your Cheerios. Get a single. Harold Ramirez. And eat you your go. Belt Bars. Oh, there That's we go. Everything. Well, you have to, Kevin. You have to if you want to eat something delicious and that it's healthy for you. And you know what? If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys, people. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Are you ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Okay, so this is your favorite one from day one. Cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And, of course, you know it. It's going to be covered in 100% real chocolate. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein. That's a lot of protein. If you have that much protein, you're going to go three for three like me and Evan just did in the last segment, okay? That's right. So today, go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to get 15% off your order today. So go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you get 15% off your order at Bilt.com. All right, I think we also have to mention this. Uh, another friend of the program and former guest of the program, Matt Joyce. He is officially retired. For some out. Uh, now, Evan, Matt Joyce's heyday, particularly with the Rays, was a little bit before your time coming and working in Tampa Bay. But uh, Ulysses, you have quite the fond memory or memories of uh, sweet swinging Matty Joyce. Yeah, yeah, and, and and you know he he he's a lovely guy. I actually texted him uh, today. We talked for a little bit, and uh, just I just wanted to say, hey man, congratulations on your career. Um, pretty cool to 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 have been you know one of those fans that gave you standing ovations and mm-hmm. uh, and and got to meet you personally like a decade later. So uh, I, I sent him that, and, and so we talked for a bit. It, 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 you know, he's he's one of those Tampa guys that made it with his hometown team like we don't get a lot of those especially like all-stars like 
look, I mean, what Matt Joyce did was pretty impressive in his career with the race. And I think he might have gotten a little bit Joe Maddened and and this and very split heavy, but he was put in a situation where he was able to succeed. And you look at baseball reference, you look at all-time records, um, offensive records at least. And Matt Joyce is going to surprise you by being in that top 10 in a lot of those categories. For the in in a Rays uniform. Yes. Rays history. Yes. Do, you, do you know what is his I'm looking at fan grass, but his highest war season? I would say three point three. I'd say two and a half. Three point six. Wow. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Nineteen homers, sixty nine runs, seventy five ribbies, thirteen thirteen bags. Um how OBG, dare he, he Evan Klosky look at the Fangraphs site? I just it was a quick look. War. It was a quick look, it was a quick for look. war. You know, yeah, you know this, Evan. Come on, okay, don't Evan, don't look it up. What is Matt Joyce's career B ref war? I can't play this game. I already looked it up today, so uh, I can't do so it. Now I imagine it's going to be closer to like the the two six or something. No, no, no. You're talking, oh, you're talking about career? Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Matt Joyce. Uh, 13.5. Not bad. 14.7. 14.7. A really, really, again, a career that 98, 99% of professional ball players would envy. Kevin, guy who, 14 years yeah. in the league. 14 years but also, in the league. He's one of those players where his best years were with Tampa Bay. Yes. Put him in the situation to succeed, something that in 2022 the Rays have not done, unfortunately, because of injuries, but it's definitely something that has helped a lot of guys. Look, let's look at this slash line. 242, a 342 on base, 425 slug, 767 OPS. Would you like a 767 OPS in the race lineup in 2022? <laughs> I think so. 111 OPS plus, people. My yeah. goodness. That yeah. was uh, Peter Bendix just calling me right there. Peter, <laughs> what did he say? stop. You you know we're recording. Just You're killing me here. Did he uh, say no, that, the, that the 100K that they got for Brett Phillips was to, uh, you know, get the jersey yeah. money back? That's yeah, what it was. That's what it was. Um, Matt Joyce, again, eight different teams, 1,400 career games, made the playoffs in five seasons. Not many guys get that opportunity, making nearly – $28 million in his career after being a 12th round pick out of uh, Armwood and Florida Southern. He had a 25 homer season, a 75 RBI season, a 30 plus double season. Yeah. Kudos to the guy. And he loved ball. He loved playing baseball. And uh, I think he even considered trying to do the independent thing this year before uh, that kind of didn't work out too well, but uh, yeah, shout out to him. And he's uh, around Tampa Bay for sure. One last thing. Uh, Ulysses, this was something that we discussed earlier this week. And again, it is still trade deadlines over, but it is still trade deadline week. Figure we would throw this question out to Evan to get his perspective on this. Say that Shohei Otani, well, he, I guess he could have been or made available, uh, at this year's trade deadline. Say the angels asked mm -hmm. for the raised top four prospects to start. Taj Bradley, Curtis Mead, Carson Williams, Greg Jones. They want those four as a starter. It's going to take more than that. 
would you pull the trigger? Assuming that you have to throw in maybe a Jonathan Aranda and a Harold Ramirez and a something else. Absolutely. Assuming that like you, I mean, he's, they're not going to be able to sign him for the amount of money that they need. Are we ignoring that? So you're, you're taking him for a a one and a half year rental, basically, or a one and a a half year rental. Um, because it's not obviously the Rays aren't extending Shohei Otani, so you're ma- you're giving up your top I, prospects. I personally for um, a year and a half. I mean, I think he's owed. Probably, just, so, just so you make this, it's eight million. I think he's owed in 2023. If if, if I'm mistaking, but I think yeah, it's I 8 mean, million. I just I'm not a firm believer. Like, look, probably, um, but I'm not a firm believer in. When you're a, a a small budget team going all in like that, because it really, I mean, you're screw, you're kind of screwed after it. I mean, so you 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 get Otani for a year and a half. If you know, that's why like the Soto thing was a little bit more interesting because what you were going to have him for two and a half, right? Three postseason yeah. runs, yeah. Yeah, so but I think the least, Padres have the ability to sign him long term, do they not? Yeah, they do. But you, at least, like, if the Rays were to bring in Soto, you would have had him for half a year, go all in next year, and then you can hedge and still trade Soto um, and get some value back. With Otani, uh, you're, you're going all in next year, unless it's like blows up in flames in the first couple months. I mean, to go, it just it doesn't make long-term sense as much as I would love to go through the thought process. Follow up on that. Um, Do you think that Shohei Otani gets traded by the angels before he hits free agency? Yes. Okay. If I am the angels, I have to get rid of trout and I have to get rid of Shohei Otani. They are not close. You have the two best players in the world. And you are not close with them. Like, really, it first off, Trout gets injured every other. Now he's got a back injury, so more concerns. But you need to replenish everything. You just need to go back. And in the game of baseball, you can't have two stars and a bunch of crap. You know, sometimes, like, the, the Rays love to win with no stars. Yeah. And a bunch of really good hitters. And it just, the Angels just seem so distant between analytics and what smart people say in, in a sense of like in those back offices of what you should really be doing to build a team with small budgets. And, you know, thinking like, you know, you spend, and speaking of small budgets, just saying you, you've owned Trout, you own uh, Otani, let's say to a long term deal, mm-hmm. Rendon. You sign Noah Syndergaard. What are you doing with all those other players? It's just right, and their farm isn't great. I mean, they're just they're they look like the Orioles of past, just in a worse position. They look like the Pirates when they were having their run in a worse position. Um, or sorry, like you know the Pirates and the the right. Orioles being in a worse position because they don't have those two stars. So I think I would rather you know, get what I can and just try to rebuild this team. It yeah. needs a reset. And you and probably better. Yeah. 
you you probably better attach uh, Rendon to any deal like that too, because that guy is a he's the Loch Ness monster. He's Bigfoot, totally weird. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, um, and you don't want to even throw in that deal because you don't want to diminish any part of your yeah. turn, right? That's like, I'm sure the Nationals would have loved to have thrown Corbin into that deal with Soto. But if you're going to do yeah. that, it's like... But you demand oh, it if you're trading Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would not dilute. At least not Trout dilute. is time long term. So when you get Trout, you're getting all of Trout. So to me, yeah. that makes a little bit more sense of like going to like a Mets or yeah. I don't know, the Padres are now spending money left and right or, you know, Dodgers and being like, no, 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 no. Bring him to the East coast. Enough. We've missed enough of his peak in the West coast. Bring him to the East coast. Bring I'm just saying, to the East yeah, coast. So, okay. To the Mets, you call it the so Mets. Mets. I would love it. Running. I would love but, it. Yes. But you have to understand for the Mets. It's like, you're, if you want me to take on Rendon, I'm not giving you the amount of prospects that you want yeah. for trout. Yeah. You're not like, you know, you're, here's my list for trout. It just became this. Uh, because I got to take on that crap contract. Uh, uh, also, I did, but before wait, hold up. Yeah. Before we 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 end that little thing, I do want to say, <laughs> dude, I I don't know how many times you are going to hear me say something positive about Stu, but I will say it right now. What the Angels have to support with Artie Moreno and his stupid spending by the Josh Hamiltons, the Justin Uptons, the 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 Pujols, Pujols. CJ Wilson, the 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 all of these crap salary Anthony Rendon, uh like you said, Kevin, man, at least two doesn't make those stupid stupid mistakes and sometimes you 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 got to be a little bit more cautious on when you're going to spend your money because it's not yeah. basketball. You can't just have Kevin Love and, and LeBron James and win a championship. Sometimes that's it's not it's MLB, man. It's baseball. It's yeah. a different sport. You need a whole team. You can't just have two yeah. guys. What's so funny is people like crap a brick because uh Yoshi Sutsugo got twelve million dollars or Pat Burrell got sixteen million dollars compared to what some of these other guys are getting for not doing anything. What I will say, uh God, this is a terrible, terrible joke, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, the Angels, if they do trade Mike Trout, they have to get Anthony Bass in return. They have to get some sort of fish last name. They had Tim Salmon, they had Mike Trout, get Anthony Bass. What do we know? Flag on the play. Yeah. 80 Another yards one? back. Yeah. Yeah. 80 uh, yards back. Get out of here. Prospect, Wrap it up. Uh, James Minow. Oh, no, my God. Something. All right. On that note. Thank you for making the Locked On Race podcast your very first to listen every day. Now make your second listen to the Locked On MLB Prospect Podcast. It's also going to be available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you all.